With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. dog committed suicide today. It put a shotgun up to its bow wow snout and it pulled the goddamn trigger. I got no heat in my apartment. My mom won't return my phone calls. I haven't been paid in one year. When is God gonna give me the luck? When am I gonna get the luck? When am I gonna get the thing? I should just take matters into my own hands. You know what? Instead of pulling that gun like Bow Wow, I'm going to call the cops, and they're going to come and get me, and I'm going to go to a better place in a hospital, and it's going to be woo, 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 Yes? Oh, geez, look what we got here, Machete. We got ourselves a fine, sad-looking little dame here. Hey, yeah, yeah, we're gonna take you away. We'll take you on down to the hospital and they'll put you in another hospital. And, uh, guess what? I don't really care about your life. Looks like we're gonna do the right thing and not take you to the back room. And we're gonna take you to the hospital. And, uh, the hospital for crazy people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll, uh, that's where they'll do the bad thing to you. They'll do it to you at the hospital. You're gonna wish we were back. Oh, <laughs> boy. You're gonna wish I was jamming my nice ticket in you, but I got a wife and I got a kid. And I ain't gonna do that. And I gotta go to church. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much, sir. Now I can get better with four white walls. And uh, what do you call it around me? When they strap you and you're... You a look like you're, you're making out. <laughs> you know, whenever someone's like jack. turned straight around, jack, it looks like... Jack yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the brighter side! Bow, 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 bow. We're talking about being committed. Oh, we so sad. This isn't an improv committed to your character <laughs> type of deal. We're talking about what it is to be locked up and go inside and get that straight jacket on and be in your padded, uh, padded walls. It's uh, it's a little intense, and we are very, very excited to get involved. Uh, talking to us today, sitting in with us, is a good friend of the show. You heard him once before in the crime scene cleanup, and uh, he uh, is batting second for the New York Mets shortstop, Ruperon Rodriguez. Oh, 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 oh! 
Hello, my children. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. $2 hot dogs. <laughs> what up? Lupe, you know what's funny? I, I really believe this. You are the life force of this podcast. You think so? Yeah. You are like our spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> that was Cena Joe. We got Sam Wirtz, Ed Larson, myself, me, myself, and I, Amber Nelson here, Lupe Rodriguez, talking about being committed. Lupe And we have we have, this is our first live streaming show <laughs> yeah, that we're so doing. Yeah, so we're talking to the fans here, and uh, and uh, the reason uh, we'll get into why we're doing the show in the first place is uh, Lupe is a fan of the show. He, we did the one episode with him before us, and uh, Lupe, uh, you came up to us and you you uh, asked us if we would sit down and we would talk about the times you've been committed and uh, the, talk about your past and stuff like that, and also yes. addressing uh, how uh, how close you've gotten with a lot of our fans. Yeah, I've noticed in the group there's actually a lot of people going through shit right now. Mm-hmm. There's two people in particular that made me want to do this podcast. Should we not say their names? Uh, I've got permission. Oh, okay, great. So, awesome. Uh, wow. Amanda, Amanda Meyer and uh, Cooper Borg, oh, if that's, that's your real name. Oh, okay. They're such the sweethearts. They're not happy. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, Cooper... Right now, it, like when he was in first in the group, he was living with his dad or whatever. But now he's homeless. Oh, how does he go he's, online? And he has to go to school. I guess he goes to like use Wi-Fi at like Starbucks and shit. Okay, and uh, homeless. Where does he go to school? Is he in college? Uh, yeah. He's homeless in college. Yeah. And is he at a shelter? Yes. Is Cooper listening right now? By the way. Yeah, uh, Cooper, he might Cooper's be. on. And anyone who wants to talk to us, uh, we're on a ten-second delay. Uh, but uh, we're here, and if you want to say anything, we're uh, Sam Wertz is uh, sitting there on the screen, uh, saying hello to everybody. And uh, Cooper just know, said three suicide attempts. As three well. suicide attempts. God Good damn. Lord, Cooper. Well, you know what, Cooper? Right now, you're doing an amazing thing by going to college and like ex- <coughs> uh, pushing your education. That's something that nobody can take away from you. Yeah, your and you're knowledge. sharing your story too, and that always that's very rehabilitative yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. And Amanda's going through a lot of shit too. You know, with her depression. You know, she's a single mom. You know, she just recently got over bronchitis, so she was missing work, and she's got to take care of her kid. Yeah. So all that mixed together is not fun. No, that's a real pain in the ass. Cause so who's got it money. worst is, is really what we want to find out I here do. today. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Now, Lupe, when were you first committed? I guess I was 23. 23? Now, what was going on, like, right before And then? how old are you now? I'm sorry, Amber. Oh, that, was, I mean, that was an accident. That's right. How old are you now? I'm 31. 31? All right, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. What were you so saying? what was happening like right before, right around the time you're getting committed? Like what are some of the big red flags? <clears throat> so alcohol, mm-hmm. drinking, consumption. Uh, There's one particular story I wanted to talk about. So uh, one thing that happened was I was living in a log cabin in uh, Maryland. Yeah. Jeez. Seriously. But it was in like... By choice? Ad- yeah. Well, I didn't really have anywhere else. I mean, that was just where I was living. Did you have an address? Yeah, it was, no, it was like a legit house. Can we send Cooper there? A, what? Can we put Cooper in it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but it was like in the suburbs, but it was like like just in the woods and shit. Yeah. Whatever. So the night before, I'd gotten into a fight with my roommate's boyfriend, and blah, blah, blah. I decided that if I ever saw that dude again, I would kill him. Uh-oh. Really? Yeah. And like, why, why were you guys, I'm why gonna were, kill him. Why were you guys fighting? Well, uh, I don't even remember. It you was, don't even remember. Because you were I think it was because this man. you don't remember was, why you were he fighting. He was like treating her bad. Mm. He was treating her so, bad. Yeah. 
So I was drunk. Was he, was he beating her? Or? No, it was more like physical abuse. I, at least I didn't see any. Mm-hmm. So you were really going to hurt him? I, if, if I saw him again, I probably would have. Still to this day? Yeah. Well, I mean, not anymore. I mean, I, I got like. I don't care anymore. I got like two people I'd fight on the Ooh, spot. Ooh, what's that list? Uh, it's Justin and another person that will be unnamed. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. So, so the next day, I called my friend who she wasn't home at the time, so I ended up talking to her mother. Uh, so basically I was ranting, drunk ranting, crying and blah, blah, blah. And basically saying the same thing that I'm telling you guys, if I ever see this guy again, I'm gonna kill him. Yeah. So basically what I ended up deciding is that after the phone call, she called the cops. So I'm in the log cabin, I'm upstairs being drunk, playing, uh, San Andreas. You know, oh, get, good. You're getting, you're gearing exactly. up for the big kill. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, and then, uh. Did you so, own any guns at this point? No, I had nothing. How were you going to kill him? I don't know. With my oh, you know there was an axe in the house. There was an axe. You were gonna do yeah. it with a fucking axe. It was the only thing available. Jesus Christ, Lupe. <laughs> that's right. that's some GTA kind of in- intuition right there. <laughs> There's was... other stuff available. I mean, like you could just <laughs> smother him with a pillow. Oh, an axe though. I I like the choice of an axe. <laughs> was he physically fit? Uh, not really. Not really. He's probably fat like me. Well, your crime scene cleanup experience would come in handy. There you go. Yeah. Were you doing crime scene cleanup at the time? No. Oh, okay. Uh, had you had done it? I did it a few years later. Mm. Later, okay. Yeah. So the woman called the cops, and you're upstairs playing your bang bang games. I get a knock on the door, and I look out the window, and there's a cop car out front, and so I'm in my head, I'm wondering why is this person here? You know, there's nothing going on. I mean, I later did the math, and obviously she called the cops. Yeah, mm-hmm. but so as she should have, by the way. Yeah. Yes, I agree. <laughs> but but I ignored it, and I kept playing. Grand Theft Auto. So basically, maybe like an hour later, they continue to keep knocking for this whole hour. But there's a megaphone out front said, Lupe, this is the sheriff's department. We just want to know if you're okay. And like, I look out the window and there's 10 cop cars outside. And they're all hiding behind trees with pointed guns at the door. Whoa. Yeah. Not okay now. <laughs> oh, it was great. They were ready I to fucking, fucking light was, your I was, ass up. I was laughing. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. But I, So they kept calling, and pick, I kept picking up and hanging up, picking up, hanging up. So the chick's mom that I called, the chick came, and like she told me later that they forced her to get on the megaphone. She's like, I blah, 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 I'm going to give you a call. Why not just go in and get you? Right? Well, you might have the house booby-trapped, Home Alone style. That's true. Like, <laughs> at the time, I thought, like, I wish I had a gun just to point at a pillow just to fuck with them. The thing I did they would have they taken your yeah, ass they out. Yeah, they would have yeah, came yeah, in there, yeah. That yeah no, they would have fucking <laughs> shot you through the window, bro. They totally would have taken you out. Thank God you didn't They were juiced like to, to, to breach that. They were. Was this, in, this was in Maryland? Yeah, Laurel, Maryland. Laurel, Maryland. Yeah. Oh, Laurel. Yeah. I used to date a girl from Laurel. Did you? We'll talk after. <laughs> <laughs> so then I didn't answer the call when she called, and then like a few minutes later, my my dude friend got on the megaphone. He's, but he was like all chill about it. He's Is like, this the guy you wanted to kill? No, no, it was just a friend of mine. Okay. Uh, so he's like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna co- give you a call. See what's going on." Like he was really, sound really chill about it. So at the time, it was kind of comforting. Yeah. So I was like, "All right, I'll pick up the phone this time." So I pick up the phone. He's like, hey. "I was like, hey, what's up, man?" I'm just chilling, hanging out, playing San Andreas. So I was like, give me the phone to the dude on the megaphone. And he's like, hey, this is whoever. I was like, I don't know why you're here. There's nothing going on. Leave. And then I hung up. And guess what they did next? Broken the door? They left. (laughs) (laughs) 
seriously, <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, they just left. And then, what, and then you didn't hear anything about it before or after? Like from the police themselves, yeah. no. And so then you, the next day you committed yourself. <clears throat> Not the next day. It took maybe two, a month or two. What was the breaking point that made you actually commit yourself? Um, being drunk in rants, basically. I was so yeah. the the dude friend. I ended up staying over his house until I could get my shit together, which didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, so like one night, I just I basically locked myself out of the house and I was angry, so I just broke the door down. Mm-hmm. And then, well, that was pretty much the end of that. And then I left and. Went crying in the rain, and I went to the doorstep of the fucking the chicks that I called, and I just sent. They wouldn't answer the door because I'm pretty not. sure they knew what was going on. Yeah, of course they didn't answer the fucking door. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah, wanted help. You, you told them you were gonna kill the guy, and you, it's the rain, and you're screaming on their porch. What well, wasn't screaming though? Yeah, whatever. Just... It's your soaking wet. You have such a you have staring such a... into the eye hole like fucking Mark Wahlberg from Fear. <laughs> but you look at his laugh. He's got such a cute laugh. You know, he's got these chipmunk cheeks and so he's I just ended so up jolly. Just... <laughs> I just ended up just laying on the the fucking stoop of the stairs, and then like I hear this voice, Lupe. I was like, Yeah, I didn't even look up. I was like, Yeah. But either way, it was two cops, and they yeah. took me away. Good. Yeah. And the uh, and so how long were you inside after that? That one I I don't remember. Did it help you? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I still had my on and off. How long were you inside for? Do you know? I don't remember. Like a month, maybe. Probably not even that. Like most places are like usually like three days. Yeah. And then they'll see how you're doing, and then they drug they you up or no? You. Yeah, but I mean, not like nothing crazy. More like just depression medicine. Is it how so. much money is it? I was just gonna ask that. Uh, I don't even remember if they charged me. I think it, it was, uh, I think the government paid for it. Yeah, do you have like insurance or Medicaid? Medicaid I didn't, I didn't at the time, no. Nothing like that? No. For real. So if you've got nowhere to go, Cooper, maybe just uh, get yourself committed? Is that a good he's, advice? He's, he's, talk, he's talking about he's looking for something. Oh. But he's trying to look for long term. Those can be a little what town more difficult does, to Cooper, what find. town do you live in? Or if Lupe, you know, tell me. I think he's in California. He's in California? Northern California. Northern California. Uh, Cooper, if you're listening, so. I, I know uh, quite a few doctors and stuff like that. Uh, as an Iranian American, I know a lot of doctors. Uh, <laughs> but they could probably we could probably find you a place that is in, you know relatively in your price range or something or find you some, some place to go. Cooper is confirming that he lives in Northern California. Okay. And if Northern California, I mean, there's got to be a hostel you can stay at. I mean, I was just in San Francisco. There was plenty of hostels there. I don't know what that's like, but... You know, at least for the time being, you're free. No, I don't that, know that, if it's free, but it's like fifteen dollars a week or something. I don't. It's about twenty bucks a day. Or twenty so. a day. I've stayed in some hostels. It's like cheaper than a hotel, but it's still you're still paying more. You know, yeah. than you would think you want to. Yeah. All right, so this is a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Lupe, like, what are some of your? Do you have any like moments where you're when you're on the inside and there's like a the Mrs. Ratchet, like a nurse that like beats you, or some fucking crazy motherfucker on the inside, um, or like another patient that's crazy? You know, well, there's there's plenty of crazy patients. I mean, I guess one issue I wanted to talk about as far as staff goes, yeah. mm-hmm. I think a lot of people who get into that profession just want a job and they really don't give a shit at all yeah like, i think the biggest issue is they lack compassion so a lot of those people my mom works at a nursing home <clears throat> i see it all the time yeah it's fucking crazy like nothing physically that i've seen but uh yeah there's definitely some crazy 
patients as well. Did you make, are, up make any friends when you're in there? Is anyone you yeah, still stay in touch with? Maybe? Not, not anymore. Yeah. No, would you say your really... stay at the at, as being committed into the hospital was more like, you know, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, or was it more like that thing where Robert De Niro can't move his arms or legs? Or I guess pop? it was more like that. More like the De Niro. Yeah. One. And then once in a while, you get somebody who'd freak out. And then was there like yeah. a, was there like a happy like a Patch Adams like Robin Williams doctor <laughs> came through? I guess it depends. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them. It's really difficult to find somebody that actually cares. Did you find? Really? Did you connect with any any of the uh, therapists or doctors that you had there? Um, not exactly. No. So, so you d- what? How would you describe your care then? I mean, it was mediocre. I guess. I mean, basically, get drugs and get the fuck out. Do you think that's why you had to go back several times? Probably. Yeah, and and, you ne- but you never did more than three or four days, is what it seems like to well, me. Well, there was there was eventually, I uh, went to rehab mm-hmm. um, for alcohol. Yeah, and somewhere in North Maryland, I don't even remember. But uh, and then they had sent me to a recovery house, uh, right next to DC. Like it you was used so close. Air, qu- air quotes there. Uh, uh, what now? You used air quotes for recovery house. Oh yes. What do, can you air describe what, what you mean? Why that's like why that's because well, like there's there's like there's halfway house, three quarter house, recovery yeah. house. What's a three quarter house? What's what? that? It's basically and some people think there isn't a difference, but there there really is a difference. Basically, halfway house is more structured, three quarter house is less structured, and recovery house is basically you're on your own. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so but, okay, so the the point of that was, um, so it was right next to DC. I'd stay there for like three months. I relapsed, and I, I because I relapsed, I was so fucking depressed. I was like, I would have fucking killed myself, piece of shit. Yeah. Why'd you relapse? So I ended up going to the hospital. They didn't have a psych ward there, so they ended up shipping me to Baltimore. So that's how I ended up in Baltimore. Were you in like a the... FedEx truck or something? How did they ship you? The ambulance. Oh, and how much ambulance? did that yeah. fucking cost? I don't know. Our trip. I probably have ambulance? a bunch of bills just not just sitting there, not even paid. Yeah, man. <laughs> not, not yeah, let paid. those ride, man. Yeah. After a bunch of years, it kind of goes forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, now there's no psych ward in DC. I find. Well, it was like right next to DC, but it was so close to DC that I just called it DC. Yeah. But I don't even remember the name of the mm. fucking town. Now you gave a good tip earlier before the mics were on. You said if you need to go to the psych ward, do not yeah. call an ambulance because it's going to cost you. Call the yeah. cops. Try to make and try to make sure you tell them to bring the cops because then they're going to fucking charge you. Really? So what do you? So say how do you? No, all right. How do you call it in? Like let's just pretend I'm a big huge dum dum, and I want to like I'm in my apartment. I'm thinking of killing myself or somebody else. What do I do? Basically just. Be tell them the truth. I, do, I call nine one one. Yeah, and you tell them the truth. Because it even how did if the you... phone conversation go? What yeah. did you say? Hello, everyone. Uh, hello, uh, hello. This is nine one one. How <laughs> is this an emergency? I'm so depressed. I want to fucking kill myself. Stop me, sir. Is this a real emergency? Please co- come. I'm serious, <laughs> sir. Would you like us to send medical attention or a police? Hurry. Her, we'll, we're coming right now in your your address. <laughs> no, but like honestly, though, I mean, uh, all joking aside, you would say, but you would pick up. You say, "I'm depressed. Uh, I'm feeling homicidal, or I'm feeling suicidal. Please send the police. Do not send the. Do yeah. not send an ambulance. Yeah, and you have to be very clear on that. Correct. Yes. Well, you the ambulance could come, right? But you just don't get in. Is that is that yeah, true as well? Can you, you just be that. like, "Fuck really... y'all." Yeah, I guess you could. Hmm. I guess so. Maybe yeah. sometimes I call an ambulance if I can't get a cab. 
<laughs> just start puking or something. I'm like, I gotta get to the other side of Manhattan. This I is... think I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> just drop me off here. I'm good. Thanks. I got a spot by Beth Israel. <laughs> but, but how fucked up is it that that you are in probably the most dangerous point in your life, ready to take your own life, right? And you're still thinking like, man, I, I shouldn't get the ambulance save uh, some because money. I got to save some money <laughs> and they get the cops. That shit will depress you right there. Well, I mean, at the same time, I had nothing going for me, so I didn't really give a shit anyway. You know, no job, no fucking anywhere to go. So it's like, whatever. What made you come to New York City? Because New York is awesome. Yeah, I mean, we all know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was That's just, that was it? That's pretty much it, yeah. yeah. Well, even then, I was fucking being homeless. Yeah, you were homeless when you came yeah, to New York? Yeah, so I met this dude in, like, uh, a crisis center. We became friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, you want to go up to New York with me? So I was like, sure, why not? Like, he's from here. Yeah. So, and then we ended up to one of the worst cities in America, Yonkers. Oh, oh man, yeah, I did some work yeah. in Yonkers. That Ooh. place fucking blows. You got to file a separate tax form if you work in Yonkers. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. <laughs> separate episode. <laughs> I don't think there is a brighter side of Yonkers. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. I don't think so. I don't think anything. It's like, oh, you're close to New York? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Every time I I meet somebody from Yonkers and I tell them what street I lived on, they look at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What, was it like, like Death Row Alley? Martin yeah. King? That's exactly what it was. No, it's a uh, Oak Street. Oak Street. Ooh, yeah. fucking Oak Street. Nice oh. in Oak Street. No idea. <laughs> but it was bad. What was Oak yeah. Street like? Paint us the picture. Uh, violence, hookers, drugs. Like, nobody was sober at all. Sounds there. like Tally. Yeah. Like, I really want to make, like, a cartoon show about these people because yeah. they're fucking uh, nuts. And that's just going to make you go further recede into your depression. Yeah. Right? Being and in like, that environment. I was basically helping this, I don't know what, some kind of Spanish dude. and But he was fucking nuts. Uh, but he would, basically, he was a, what are they, fucking pick up metal and take it to the fucking, what is that called? Steel junkyard? Yeah, something. Yeah, you can get some you can make some money off of scrap metal. Yeah, scrap metal. That's what That's a, that's yeah. also a good profession for anyone listening. You can pick up scrap metal, take it to the junkyard, and you get some money. I don't know about calling it a good profession. <laughs> What's the thing? Like call that it a was way you can make some quick money if you know you wear gloves. What's the thing? Like that was that. basically his profession. Like sometimes he would get actual work, but mostly it was just going around fucking yeah. looking for garbage. Do you think part of you know, right? There was one one part of this is that you're clinically depressed, like there's like an actual yeah. condition attached to this. The other part is your environment. I'm sure to a certain degree, yeah. you were saying you had nothing going for yourself. Yeah. Do you think getting a job or having something that inspires you, or what? What are some like external factors that can help bring you out of a, a depressive uh, episode? For me personally, it's creativity. Yeah, mm. you know, I have lots of things I do. I draw. I write. That's pretty much the main. Yeah. Ones. And so that's what, because I was saying to you earlier, I'm like, you seem like a fucking normal ass. I mean, you're a fucked up person. Yeah. I, you know, there's no denying that. I came in here at midnight. <laughs> but you're the right the kind day. of fucked up. Yeah, I, I walk in here at midnight, kind of <laughs> half drunk, and I just went to go put my jacket down in the studio, and Lupe's sitting here putting on death metal makeup. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you, went, you went and told Cena, yeah. like, you got to come see this. Yeah, you go, you go, go look at Lupe in the studio. I go, what? <laughs> fucking, I walk in, I'm just like, I right, uh, okay. <laughs> this fucking guy, he's our spirit animal. <laughs> what do we talk about that character, too? Like Oslo? A lot of, yeah, Oslo, the gay black metal southerner. Oh, my God. 
You can find him on YouTube. He only has one video right now. What he made you come up with Oslo? A Facebook page. Um, well, originally he wasn't supposed to be gay, mm-hmm. but my friend Eric, who works here, suggested to make him happy, so I just chose gay. Yeah. Um, which makes sense because it's generally when you stereotypically think of black metal or metal in general, it could be angry and sad. Yeah. So I, so, but so I basically mixed in sad, and extremely flamboyant happy. That's great. And so now you created a, like a character. Uh, and that that's helping you cope, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. And like, yeah. that's something that anybody can do at home. It doesn't funny, require like, money to be. <laughs> so I even made like a profile for him, and like yeah. some people think he's fucking real. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Uh, people talking on live chat are wanting a little bit of Oslo. Love. Yeah. Can you do a little Oslo for us? Hail Satan, y'all! <laughs> Does Oslo cook, or I, I figure he? I want to make him. Co- I want to do lots of things with Oslo. Yeah, but I have a video that I need to edit, so it should be coming out. Soon. Yeah, it's great. You can nice. see the video, uh, video on YouTube. Oslo, the gay black metal southern. There we go. I love it. Yeah. And uh, so you're into a lot of black metal, correct? Yeah. And there's uh, do metal you listen, in general. Do you listen to any uh, normal music? <laughs> whoa, normal. Eddie! Whoa, black whoa! Metal's normal. I went to Ozfest three times. All right, <laughs> I know what the peak kids are into. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's that's like the Walmart of d- metal music, okay? It is. It is. Yeah, yeah, it fuck is. you! I, mean, I saw Pantera. Pantera's <laughs> good. Uh, I tell you what, I haven't been to any of those uh, OZ fests yeah. ever. You should go to uh, Maryland Death Fest. Maryland God, that Death sounds Fest. so intimidating. Or 70,000 Tons of Metal. That's a good one, too. Yeah. It's basically a cruise ship. Ooh, I love cruise yeah. ships. Yeah. But how can you be sad on a boat, though? You can't. I mean, you could talk to a bunch of sailors. They'll probably tell you another story. <laughs> well, there's pirate metal. There's pirate metal? Oh, yeah. Get out. Really? Yeah. What is pirate metal like? It's like pirates. Are they like, arr, yeah, Yeah, they booty. do fucking all of it. The, the more popular one that most people think is the only one, but uh, Ailstorm. Ailstorm? Yeah. Can you give us a lyric? Uh, can we look it up, okay. Sam? Can yeah, we look, look it up, Sam? Anyone in the chat room know any Ailstorm? <laughs> no, they don't know Ailstorm. They got a new album out. You can look up Drink. That's a good song. <laughs> of like, it's called there's, drink. there's songs called uh, Wenches and Mead. Yeah. It's fucking, everything's about fucking oh going on a boat looking for treasure and I fucking people with hooks and shit. They got like five albums. How do you spell Ale Storm for Is Sam? it like Ale, like, like the drink? Yeah. Yeah. A one know, word. Black Metal has such a That's sense the of humor. Right yeah. Oh, th- right, they're so, we, so fucking Just play hilarious. it. We'll, we could talk over it. Let's That's also something to look into is a sense of humor. All right, here's some Ailstorm for you guys. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, is this the unplugged version? Is this a banjo and a mandolin? Well, they actually have, on their new album, they have bonus tracks of them doing acoustics. Oh. Yeah. And it's just a bunch of women praying. I like it. Well, they break in and they fucking steal their drinks. They steal their drinks? Yeah. That, that's basically what the song is. Yeah, everybody in the chat room, go check this out right now. Put a link into the chat room. Now, as far as, like, metal goes, this sounds like... I can understand them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not, not all metal is screaming. Uh, some folk metal, some folk metal is... You can understand it. Power metal, you can generally understand it. 
All right, Sam. I think. Uh, yeah, I think we got the we got the gist of it. I think uh, my ears are bleeding. <laughs> yeah, 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 I yeah. like it. I like it's it a good. lot. Yeah. yeah. It's like if Beowulf was an asshole. This <laughs> <laughs> Beowulf kind of wasn't. How do you get into that kind of music? You know what I mean? Like I had an older brother that like basically showed me all the music that I still like today, pretty much, and I've added a little bit. Where where did that come from for you? His Pandora actually helped me move on more than I was before. Pandora's like, helpful. Yeah. It is. Like, before I was listening to stuff like Ozfest, but now I realize that there's way better shit out there. <laughs> way better shit. Oh, what? Way better ever. shit, Eddie. Come on. <laughs> better than fucking Dimebag. We all know it. Dimebag's King Supreme. You telling me the tiny Tony Iomi will take any of these fuckers to town. If it wasn't for him, they wouldn't even be here. I don't want to hear any of this shit. <laughs> All right, I like but, Eddie uh, getting defensive. The but Lupe, you brought in some <coughs> other metal music for us to listen to, uh, the, and it's called depressive. Uh, uh, depressive suicidal black metal, and, and that is, is the genre. Yeah, DSBM for sure. And so these guys, so these guys, are these guys like the guys in um, Iceland who fucking murder each other all the time? Or? Uh, some of them, yeah. What? Really? They have, yeah. like, gang wars. It's really serious. It's bigger than hip-hop here. For well, real? Well, oh, the, yeah. The one particular, I guess, as far as that goes, the more famous one is Varg Viganes, which is a Oh, Nor- Varg Viganes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, in Norway. Yeah. Which is, is that, basically the black metal capital of the world. Is that the one where people, um, they... they... The guy shot himself, and then the that's a part of all that. Cover the, was used for the a whole album. Big ass story. Yeah, yeah. A, the guy's name was Dead, uh, and he was, killed himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his suicide photo that the cops took, or the coroners took. No, 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 no. It was the band member that took the. Yeah, oh. he like found him dead, so he took a picture. Like this would be good for the album. Fuck, that was yeah. his first thought when he yeah. up with dead friends. Yeah, What's good. up with the really white people in Norway being so upset about everything? I mean, well, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, there's gonna be trash wherever you go. <laughs> yeah, but it seems like they've really focused in on being like the best at it. It's well, cold. cabin fever, man. Well, like that's it's the cold. thing. Like all the people around, particularly Varg, was like the most famous angry one. Like he killed his bandmate and blah 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 and burn churches and all that shit but but like all the people around <laughs> you him, know all that shit all yeah, that yeah. Shit. you just loop burn churches in with every other thing like brushing your teeth you know? <laughs> you no know, come on i don't need to get into all the details with you but like everybody was around him like what are you doing like this isn't what like, but then his argument was like, "This isn't black metal. You got to go out there and do something. It's not just about the music." Oh, Jesus one Christ. of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's listen to some of this crazy. Depress. Say the genre stuff. again. Yeah. Depressive suicidal black metal. Ooh, All right. Depressive. And who are we listening to first here? This Lupe? is uh, nocturnal depression. Okay, so you're sad at night. Yeah. <laughs> it's like right. <laughs> well, that's the only time you're up. Yeah, nocturnal emission. That's when you come when you're sleeping. This is the opposite. Mm. This is when you shit when you're sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) This one, there's actually no guitar in it at all. There's no guitar, but how is it considered black metal if there's no guitar? Well, basically, I mean, most of their band is black metal and also the vocals. The vocals? So when they kick in. And it's anime. And it's so sad. It's sad, but I I don't even heard anything that would describe metal to me just yet. The way I see black, me- I mean metal in general, there's three things that decide it: vocals, sound, and lyrics. Okay. 
I think so the beat's the gonna anime, drop real soon this, here. The anime chick took off her top. The, I song, is, did. the song is so funny. Where's so, the fucking lizard beast that's gonna get all up in her? <coughs> Are these Japs? I mean, uh, Japanese? <laughs> no, they're not. Eddie! I, don't know. I think somebody We can't say Japs on live radio. Eddie! It's we can't fine. do that. Eddie was referring to Jewish American princesses, actually. It was <laughs> yes, not it's referring an acronym. To... I've been watching the Pacific, and it just <laughs> slips out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the Japanese are going to take over soon anyway, so. No, they're not. <laughs> Should be coming up soon. <laughs> they're all melting from all the radiation. Oh, <laughs> It's true. There, it is. It's the garbage is coming over to Oregon. This is the real lyrics to this music. Yeah, <laughs> the Japanese are melting. <laughs> Japanese are melting. Oh, is this footage from Grave of the Fireflies? This sounds like classical music to me. What the fuck? You guys, you guys should. You want to <laughs> see some sad shit? Watch Grave of the Fireflies. I hate anime. Wait, wow. is that the video? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I love this, Lupin. Sam, did so you post hilarious. a link to this? Uh, yeah. He, send the yeah. Send, that, send the fucks a link. <laughs> the fuckers. The fuckers. Hey, fuckers. They they the fuckers. Send soon. the fuckers a link. <laughs> oh my god! This this is so stupid. It's Lupin. great. It's great. Is this Gollum releasing an album? <laughs> How did they even give this guy a microphone? Oh, you should see the dude. He's got like a claw. Oh, what do you mean he has a claw? Yeah. Like on his body or like just his in his drawer? Like, he was... like his his uh, left hand. Did he get it chopped off? And or he something? like plays the guitar with it and shit. With the claw? Yeah. That's fucking disgusting. I know, right? I love it. And uh, we got another song here. Um, it's what is what is this song, Sam? Um, I'm gonna. Murder the pronunciation, but Livitz gave. Make a change, kill yourself. Yeah. I just want to describe yeah. what, somewhat close what yeah. this okay. other band member oh, looked like. Uh, with the claw? Do like, you know the, the Crab family? He looks like if Alice Cooper was in the Holocaust. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's actually a really good description. I can picture that. <laughs> oh, it's not a claw that he built himself. He has a mutant fucking hand. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got like Lobster Boy. Yeah, lots, he yeah. looks like Lobster Boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me see. Well, that's oh. pretty good for guitar playing, though, I imagine. I call him Chicken Wing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Chicken Wing. It's my boy Frog Hands. I tell you what. <laughs> oh. he, was, he was born into that profession. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It makes it even so much better. All right, so uh, this one's called, what's the name of this band, Lupe? This is uh, Make a Change. Make a change. Kill yourself. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> God damn it. I guess it is. I guess that is a change. <laughs> Generally, a lot of depressive, suicidal black metal is slower. This makes me want to kill myself, though, I'll tell you that much. This makes me want to drive a motorcycle off a bridge. <laughs> this makes me want to do the opposite, live my fucking life. <laughs> this makes me think, like, does this not help you if you're depressed? Well, the, the way I see it is because the a lot of the lyrics are so far-fetched, you yeah. can't help but laugh at it. Yeah. I, I feel like the, if the crow heard this song, he wouldn't want to avenge his wife's death. <laughs> 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 I 
but I don't necessarily recommend listening to it. So what is music that, for you, besides this, was there a type of music other than this that kind of, like, helped, you know, like the Beach Boys or something? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, Ailstorm's pretty fucking happy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty... Do you ever listen to like Earth, Wind, and Fire? I listen. I listen to them they're in the cool. morning. You looked at my <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> your fucking voice. face. Yeah. They're cool. They're you cool. judged me. We didn't bring you here to lie, Lupe. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. You don't gotta be nice because she's pretty. <laughs> like, I guess the past three years it's just been everything metal. Yeah. 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 All right. That's pretty fucking that's cool. Respect. Okay. I like when that's people fun. get in this shit. So yeah. so back to back to you being committed. And now we we've covered you being committed for the first few times though. But you <coughs> you said that you actually don't know how many times you've you've actually been I committed. I don't. I lost count. Oh and shit. Maybe, so what number did early, you lose count at? I don't remember. Maybe early teens, maybe. Okay. Early. So that's quite a few times over the yeah. course of how many years? Let's see. God. 2003 to 2011, right? Because you well, said no. you haven't been in in three years. No, it'd be 2000. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so about eight years. Yeah. Or so just on and off. I mean, I had in 06, I had a semi sobriety where I wasn't drinking, but I was smoking weed. I was okay for a while, but then I started drinking again. So what's up with this? Like us drinking in front of you. Now I'm starting to feel a little guilty. I'm, I've worked here a year and a half. Yeah, you worked in this crazy yeah. comedy club. You can't. You can't hide. And you haven't had a drink in a year and a half. Or what's the last no, time? What's the last sip you've had? Yesterday was actually three and a half years. Yesterday was three and a half years. Yeah. Congratulations, wow. Congrats, buddy. Yeah. yeah. You had a sip. Good work. No. No. no, no three and a half, half years since. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Lupe. That's great. And then that's that's also like three and a half years. Nothing. You have a, nothing at all. Yeah. Did you Except do other drugs nicotine. too, or uh, weed, acid? I did coke maybe like once a year. Yeah, that doesn't do really count. No. Do you think it's like a mental composite, or like a like the way your synapses fire in your brain? Do you think it's like a natural born thing, or do you think like uh, I don't know. instances in your childhood made you made this happen? It, I don't know. It's a difficult one. It's very difficult, yeah. but you know, fuck it, I'll ask. It's it's maybe. Yeah. I think it might be a mix of both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I like basically my argument is, you know, I didn't start doing drugs or alcohol because of those things. I just did it for fucking fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so When did yeah. you start drinking and doing The first time I ever got drunk when I was 16. 16? That's yeah. about normal. Yeah. yeah. That's not like crazy young. No. It was 151. Oh, oh yeah. that is a sixteen-year-old way to get <laughs> yeah. drunk. Yeah, I funneled one fifty-one at sixteen, man. That was an intense evening. Drove home like a fucking dumb. Nice. What? Yeah, Ooh. man. How are you alive? I don't know. I can't. I had a lot of close calls. I should have. I sh- something bad should have happened to me. I was incredibly lucky. Yeah. Looking at back, the horrible things that I used to do. I used to just go do fucking drugs and drive. Like, it was just like I was just like, oh, drive. It's fun, you know. Oh like, my gosh. Oh yeah, no ridiculous stuff. And I'm, you know, super lucky that nothing happened to me. I, I, I came really close to dying one time. <gasps> what happened? I mean, a uh, pretty girl, and I almost hit a tree because I saw a pretty girl, and I was hammered, and I was yelling, and you know, I was like, oh, yeah, my love. Those are pretty. You girl. were catcalling. I was. I knew her. So you were definitely catcalling a girl you knew. Yeah, yeah. And yeah almost yeah. crashed the car. And I almost crashed a car and killed me and my best friend. Well, I'm happy you're still here. Me too, man. Jeez. That was uh, like the fourth time I got drunk. Did that wake you up a little bit? Kind of not really. We mostly just laughed like idiots instead of like... And then you yeah. went home and listened to the Nocturnal Admission or whatever the fuck we just listened to. Deftones. Death 
That's great. Let's uh, let's let's hear from some of the hey, Sam. You've been watching the live feed. Uh, what's yeah. going on? What's hear um, from some of the well, people? Well, first off, everyone says congratulations, Lupe. They're all very proud of Thanks, you. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it sounds like a decent amount of people are listening, and a lot of people have had Does similar anyone? similar um situations to you, Lupe. So I think this is a really great, you know, great way for people to reach out and anyone who is dealing with any issue like what Lupe's been talking about or any issue in general, um, reach out to us. Let us know. Yeah, uh, text in if you got any questions. I mean, we've mm-hmm. never done this before. We'd love to answer any kind of question I'm you guys I'm going to read some got. lyrics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, read some lyrics while people lyrics. ask some questions. Let's Fuck hear. Yeah. Let's inspire them, Lupe. <laughs> let's inspire Are these, the sadness. This is very inspirational. You wrote this? this? You wrote no, this? no, no. This is from Nocturnal Depression. It's from no, Nocturnal, Nocturnal Depression. Depression. Yeah. Okay. That's it. So this song is called Hear My Voice, Kill Yourself. Now, is this an iambic pentameter? Is that... (laughs) (laughs) Hear my voice into your head. Don't try to stop it. The poison streaming into your veins is me. The cold you can feel is my revenge. You're just a scum, a creeping filth. You inspire hate. Take Mm. the poison blade, or are you so cunt that you can't end your life? Everyone has the right to kill themselves. Families and friends are only excuses. It's stupid to say I want to die when you don't have the courage to kill yourself. <laughs> I watch your blood flowing to my feet. I smile watching you creeping like the worm you are. And your eyes are watching me asking for help. The only thing you'll receive will be my foot on your face. <laughs> These blades are tearing me and killing me. Your hand tried to reach me, asking for help. So fucking sad, human. Are you enjoying it? Hear my voice. Kill yourself now. That is beautiful. It's horrible, right? That is so beautiful. All right, guys. So we've got some questions from from the listeners out there. I hope you feel inspired, listeners. First off, Ed, how big is your dick? Uh, It's six inches. Next. All right. Wait, hard Um, or soft? Hard. um, Who measures a soft dick? Yeah. What? <laughs> See, is that your standard of measurement, something? Well, you gotta know. Really, it's percentage growth. I think is okay. the real metric yes. we need to use. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. I mean, it's small um, when it's not. When it's not six, it ain't. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lupe, would you recommend doing acid? I actually, uh, honestly, I think everyone in the world should do acid yeah. at least once. Yeah, yeah. do right. acid, yeah. but yeah. do it in a once. safe place. Safe place, safe place and around with a friend. Safe, yes, yeah. around safe yeah, people. Someone it, who's going to take care of it. It really isn't for everybody, but I think it's a great mental exercise. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. And it, uh, one uh, we've talked about on the show before, but one thing to remember while you are doing acid and you are flipping out is to remind yourself that you are on acid and this will end. Exactly. And yeah. acid and any drug is not an answer. Right? It's yeah. not like, oh man, I've had a rough week. Let me take all this acid. No, do no. it when you're already happy. <laughs> do it, and do it in a good frame of mind. Exactly. Be in a good, exactly. a good happy place, and it can be a great experience. Yeah, don't be Usually like me with and, people. Yeah, yes. with people. Don't be mm-hmm. like me and do alone and getting lost in a house of mirrors. I did that. My first time doing acid was alone in the Bronx. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so yeah. I did this first two hours I spent just looking at a ceiling fan, and then I proceeded to just jaunt around the Bronx, and that was <laughs> another experience. You did ayahuasca recently. I did. That did was I should have not have said anything? I'm no, sorry. no, no. It's totally great. I love it. I just still 
feel like I sound like a crazy person when I talk about it. I, wanna, <laughs> I love hearing about it. So, yeah, we'll talk Let's about it. that more in detail. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I won't go too far. I mean, whatever. I mean, it was amazing, guys. One of the things, uh, ayahuasca, it's uh, uh, a vine, uh, kind of like a, a vine from South it's America. peyote that you put in your ass. <laughs> okay. yeah, and, then you, and then you puke. And, and it you is a Persian blood. tradition. Yeah. And then uh, you fuck a stranger with your nose. <laughs> <laughs> Another Persian tradition. Nice. Uh, no, no, it, it's great. This like South American shaman came up and did a tour in the United States, and I got referred to this thing, and I had to go through certain you know clearance processes to get into this little group of like fifteen people. We were all sitting in a circle. They created this, you know, the shaman created this beautiful kind of uh, mixture of the vine and DMT together. And and basically you trip for five hours and you're seated there in the dark and you're sitting on a mat. And uh, some people puke. Uh, you generally puke at the end. And it's and it's basically like a very much a um, separation of your mind and body. And you get to have a very introspective conversation with yourself uh, that looks coherent uh, to yourself, but to everyone else, you're like freaking out and you're like drooling and all this other, you're crying <laughs> yeah, a little bit. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. What are some other questions going on here? Um, so we have another question um, about <clears throat> getting back into music okay. uh, without the influence <clears throat> of drugs or alcohol. Yes. All right. So, you know, you really, really feeling music without, you know. I mean, I've been I mean, I know for myself, I have to have a few beers or, you know, be a little lubricated to be here and talking to y'all yeah so yeah, how, do I mean, I, how do i do it without the without the social lubrication i mean i don't know i mean personally i listen to music dead sober and i still flip out and i still go i, I my brain still kind of melts a little bit but that's listening that's not playing uh so i don't know what it takes for someone to play music and if you feel that uh you not being hammered inhibits uh your talent then maybe you just need to change the way that you play and, and think, now that you're yeah. now that you know now that you know, maybe the same music doesn't interest you, but music does still interest you. So figure out a new style. And that's yeah. that's a good point, Eddie. Sorry to interrupt so you. Uh, one of the things I think we all got to remember is all the chemicals that are in your body that drugs affect. They just kind of like change the ratio of the of the chemical soup in your body. Yeah, it's right? all in you already. It's it, still there. You got it. You just have to create a circumstance or an environment for yourself where those things can get. A little bit heightened. Mm. Yeah, and you know, let's face it. I mean, if you're 60, you know, you're gonna sound like Clapton at 60. You know, yeah. so it's just, you know. Yeah, I think uh, you know, if what you're been listening to isn't working, then you need to switch it up to something that might actually. I work. just started hip hop. I don't know what happened to me. I got, oh I, yeah, really? Out of nowhere, this is great. Is it newer hip hop. Uh, both the newer and old. That's I, gross. I mean, there's some good stuff, Lupe. Yes, I'll have to good turn stuff you, all you know, over the place. Flying Lotus, man. I'm gonna hook you up. You're gonna love this shit. No, Wu-Tang I'll always respect. Wu-Tang new album came out on Tuesday. Yeah. Nice. What are some other questions, by the way? <laughs> well, there, there's one more th uh, music yeah. th that I would like to recommend. Yeah. Like, if I'm, like, extremely, really fucking down, uh, Pandora has a great station. It's called uh, Calm Meditation. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, it's basically just straight-up meditation music. So it's just, like, just... whale noises and flutes? Sometimes, oh. yeah. Oh. They, there's, there's, like, a mixture oh. of a bunch of... Okay. Types. So yeah. it's pure moods, basically. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's pretty good. 
That's great. Yeah. Also, be careful of what sort of um, a friend of mine downloaded a white noise thing off mm. online, and it's supposed to help you sleep. And that night he slept very well. And then he said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna sleep with it <clears throat> the second night in a row." And then he had this nightmare where it was like a dog <laughs> ran from the door and a woman crept out, and she was like, "Turn that." White noise off. That's awesome. And then he looked and he read the description and like in small print at the bottom it said, "Don't listen to two days in a row." Oh wow! So really? Small print. What a terrible thing to put in small print. Not small print, <laughs> but like it was at like the bottom of the thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Put that at the top. There's actually this, hey, yeah. there's actually a genre of music called noise music. It's not yeah. necessarily oh, yeah. white noise, but it's just, it's just random so yeah. Yeah, it's stuff. I was yeah. listening to some white noise and it was um it was just kept it was Glenn Miller. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's an that's old with some white noise. <laughs> oh, what else we got, Sam? Um, well, we kind of went on a tangent a little bit about what we talked about. Uh-huh. Um, getting a little more into drugs. We don't have any more real, uh, real one questions. Of, one of the questions that um, I got asked when I went and saw a shrink. This is like her introductory one, and I'd be interested if they asked you the same one. It's like they're like, "So do you do drugs?" And I was like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Okay." Which ones and how much and how often? And I had to basically recite every drug I had ever done, yeah. how much I had done it, and how often. Oh. It took a full session yeah. just to get through. And then the mm-hmm. next session I came back, I was like, I've remembered a few more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, I've been asked that so many times. Yeah. yeah. And then how long does it take? Do you have like a... It takes a while because you do got to remember shit. <laughs> right? Um, really? And then, and then they want you to be like extremely specific on like, how much did you pay for it? What's the amount and all this? Really, you don't really. Sometimes you don't really have it. So let's ask. Right. Let's ask our, our our chat room that question. How how many drugs? Uh, what drugs have you done? Uh, and how often? That's nice. a, that'll be a fun one to hear. What, what are our what listeners. are you on now? Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty much just weed and beer these days. Yeah, these days same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mushrooms every now and then. I did. Right. Yeah, I did. Some, me and Kissel did some mushrooms recently. I was more of an acid guy than a mushrooms guy. Yeah, yeah. Acid's, acid's a more. tough think, to come by. One thing, is, yeah, but I think acid affects you more mentally, which I loved. Yeah. As opposed to, I think mushrooms to me were more physical. Yeah. Also, I want to throw this I, out there. Some people don't respond well with drugs, and that's totally great. That's fine. If you're feeling crazy and you need to, to get out, just take a long walk. I took a two-hour walk today, me personally. I walked from Times Square to Greenpoint. Wow. And granted, uh, people listening might not know how far that is, but it's, it's a good that's two hours. That's about a six-mile walk, seven-mile walk. Yeah, yeah what yeah. bridge did you take? Uh, the Queensboro Bridge. I love it. Yeah. And you really just get to feel the breeze, focus in on your thoughts, and just sort of let it all go. Were you having a tough day? No, I uh, tough, not tough day. Just sort of like sometimes I just want to get out and think. Yeah, you know, it works. It really helps. I feel calm. I feel calm. (laughs) (laughs) And that's actually a great point too, because like a lot of times we like do. I know I do this. I smoke pot to like you know disconnect from the world and to just like calm down and like chill out and stuff like that. But a lot of times just going out for like a nice long walk and not doing that because a lot of times drugs just like muffle your emotions. They don't necessarily help you address anything that you're trying to get through. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you find that as well, Lupe? When you were yeah, I think actually mainly alcohol would basically make it more. I would feel whatever I was feeling more. Yeah. So if I was already depressed and angry, I would be extremely depressed and angry. Really? So what motivates yeah. you to keep drinking all the time? That seems like a good way to like, ah, maybe I shouldn't keep drinking. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's why I had to get help and confine myself. But I went to rehab a few times. Too, right. So. 
rehab separate from the regular being committed. Yeah, but usually they would happen, like I would get committed and then I would go to rehab. Yeah. That's oh. usually how it went. Damn. Well, that's the thing with alcohol. That's the old one-two punch. Yeah. What, what do you got going on, Sam? What's up? Um, so, you know, we've got a we got a variance of people either stoned or, you know, maybe a little drunk. Right now? Of course. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know, yeah. 11 p.m. Um, you know, and then we've got people on various states of what they do in their day-to-day lives, too. Yeah. You know, mostly, mostly weed and alcohol. It's good. I yeah. feel like that's the perfect combination, you mm-hmm. know, at least it yeah. is for me. I, I, you know, it's, uh, you know, anything after that, I mean, I've, now that I've gotten a little older at 33, I don't even get that drunk anymore. I just kind of, like, mm-hmm. get to a place where I like to monitor myself, and, you know, no one likes to black out once you get to a certain age, I feel. Like, that's the thing, like, there was a point where I would drink to blackout. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You're on a mission at that point. Pretty much. Just I, I'm definitely at the age where, like, if I get too drunk at a certain point, I, I get really frustrated with myself because I don't – then, like, I, my brain is like, all right, you got to walk. You got to walk forward now. And then, like, my feet just go backwards. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it, it's stupid feet. I feel like a grumpy old man at myself half the time. Yeah. Uh, and I'm only 31. That's really sad. <laughs> also, like, some people, like, have to take care of you. Like, I found a girl. I found a random girl. She was, like, walking and then fell and busted her face. Front. Yeah, out front. Yeah, I remember that. And we had to call. Yes, we had to yeah. call this cab. And she was bleeding and <sighs> vomiting and, like, putting her in the cab. And I was like. They would just let her go with nobody in there to help her. Like, no one knew. Hopefully she got home hopefully, okay. I had to, like, get her address from her drunken <clears throat> mouth. And I was like, I hope. I, I just, I don't want to call an ambulance. Because that's like a four hundred dollar ride. Yeah. Shout out to Tim Warner. He was in uh, Los Angeles and he stumbled upon a girl face down, passed out in in a driveway in like a, of a parking garage, and he, him, and his couple of friends took pictures of the whole like scenario. But they helped <laughs> her up to her back up to her friend's place where she was trying to leave but couldn't, and her friends begrudgingly took her back in. <laughs> <laughs> That's like if, if Jackie got too drunk, passed out, and she tried to come back. You're like, oh, fuck, Jackie. God damn it. You're back again. Uh-huh. Well, here's my worst drunk story. Unless you Give wanna, it. You wanted to say something. Uh, it, uh, let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it. And then we got a couple more questions. Uh, so in. basically, I was in a trailer, a white, typical, stereotypical white trash uh, trailer park in Maryland, mm-hmm. Elk Ridge, Maryland, particularly. Uh, basically, every time that I would drink with these people, that I would never really get as drunk as everyone else because I was still trying to like hide how much I actually drank. So, yeah. this, so the the last time I was like I suggested to them that we get some uh, two half gallons of vodka because it's fucking cheap as fuck. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they emptied some soda out and then they poured the vodka in the soda two liter and then we would basically use the that as chaser as we would chug from. Woo! So I was I would take double gulps of the the bottle. Good Christ, then, Lupe! So basically, and then me and this dude we went to go get cigarettes and then I wake up in a bed with different clothes on and. Uh, no glasses in one show. Well, I'm glad you quit, buddy. But so the story behind that is, <laughs> so apparently when we got back from cigarettes, so we were in the woods and there was this like uh, drainage, cement drain that would lead from the street into the creek in the woods, and the creek was, I mean, the drain was maybe six feet above the creek, yeah, and just drained into there. So when we got back, we were all sitting on there, and then like I was like, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna take a nap. So I'm standing on the edge and I just fall face first into the creek. So, and then apparently I'm fighting everybody like, no, don't help me. And I'm like basically drowning, Mm -hmm. but they're all trying to save me. And I'm like, get the fuck off me. Uh, So eventually they get me up the hill and then they decide it's okay to let me go. 
and then I fall, roll all the way back down the hill through rocks and trees and sticks. Oh, it was Good like a Simpsons episode. Like oh, man. Did you get cut up or whatever? Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. So, all right. So let's get to these other couple questions. And, and then, then we're going to get right. out of here. Wrap it okay, wrap. so last question. Uh, what drug? What is the drug that I can take that will leave me feeling the most enlightened? All right, listen. I'm not telling you to take drugs. No, all right. So, Agreed. You know, Absolutely like, you know, that's, that's It's not what I'm sitting here and I'm telling you to do. Yeah. You know, like no drug is going to make you feel more enlightened. Uh, you should be able to feel that on your own. You should be able to read a book, and maybe you're not getting enough sleep, you know. But or you know, read some more. Read it's the not newspaper. Even you have to. Yeah, and it's just like and it, you you'll learn more about the world and learn more about your life. And you know, I, I may sound corny as fuck right now. But, you know, drugs aren't going to make you feel more enlightened. Oh, they I've been might... making us all feel real corny. I've yeah. been typing some nice things into the chat. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> there, we love one. all you guys. Yes. Oh. Eddie, that's a great point, man. you got to find that path on your own. And drugs will come in as like a way of like, you know. And once you get on the right path and you get your brain in a good spot, then, the, then you can finally maybe do some drugs. Fucking don't ever touch meth. Don't ever touch heroin. Don't ever touch speed. Don't do special K. You shouldn't do coke. I mean, we've all done it, but you shouldn't fucking do it. You know, and like, you know, even ecstasy will totally, yeah, it'll make you happy for a little bit. But the next day, most people go through severe depression. And so these things may make you feel temporary enlightened, but uh, you should be able to find that on your own in your own brain space. And you find what makes you what your passions are and like what uh, interests you. To me, it's movies and it's music, and they make me feel enlightened, no matter how much weed I've smoked. If it doesn't, if it doesn't, if it's not grown from the earth or spawned from cow shit, it's gonna be probably pretty dangerous. Yeah. For Absolutely, you. don't do mescaline. No, it's don't. terrible. <laughs> Anything synthetic, you have no idea what people are putting in it. I have had bad experiences where I've done drugs, and I know that there's opiates and or heroin-like products inside of it, and I have been just demolished and it does it's not worth it it's just you know and we we're all gonna say all this stuff here tonight right but you're only gonna learn on your own really at the end of the day also i did a lot of drugs in my early 20s and the guys that didn't have better careers than i do right now honestly they have better careers um and i'll tell you something that really helped me as a kid when i was moving around from saudi arabia to america and i didn't know anybody and it was super depressed it was pretty horrible I just went to public libraries. It's free to get in there. You can read any book you want. I mean, that's like, I don't mean to sound corny, but that is the best sort of enlightenment. Is really just pick up something, even if it's something you disagree with, and just read a little bit of it. Yeah, and form your own opinion. I've been reading about prisons nonstop lately, and it's truly enlightened me. And all I've been doing is reading news articles. That's me personally, you know, and so it's really changed the way I think about the world in general is just choosing a subject and studying about it. You know, like, I hate to be like, school is cool, but maybe it is. I don't it know. is. You it know, fucking it's... is. You should pick up, you should read a book, and then go take a long mm-hmm. walk after and let, really let it digest. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. And so um, I think uh, it is time for us to say goodbye. I'm going to hang out for an extra hour. So anyone in the chat room, if you want to hang out, I'm just going to play some Funkadelic music and get stoned. Uh, so, uh, you know, speaking of getting enlightened, you know, so I'm going to, you know, we're going to play some tunes if you guys want to hang out. Um, Lupe, man, always a pleasure seeing you, buddy. I appreciate everything you do for, uh, the whole community and you keeping us in touch with the fans. Uh, I don't know what we would do without you, man. I really, you are a great animal. You're doing a great job, Lupe. Do you have anything, uh, other than Oslo? Is there anything you want to plug or do you have a, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, I don't have, no. 
It's a KN Massacre. KN Massacre. Yeah. Follow oh, wait. Last on. time we talked, you didn't have a Twitter handle. Now I feel well, all actually, alone. Actually, you know what? I remembered I, I feel did. all alone now. I totally forgot I had one because I never use it. So yeah. You might see me do something. But so, yeah, well, whatever. You never know. Yeah. Lupe's an oddball. The one thing he puts up is something that'll fucking catch your eye, man. You never know what's going to happen. Um, you know, this has been, uh, we, we touched on it not as much as we probably should have. Uh, um, I think we, we, we need to do another episode. I'm being committed as well. Uh, I, uh, I talked to a couple people and I think, uh, uh, that I weren't able to be here today. And I think we need to go deeper into this issue. I feel like there's a lot more to be discovered. Yeah. And let us know what you guys think of this live chat, you know, kind of set up. I think we're going to do more of this. I think this is really fun. We love being able to interact with it the fans really and nice stuff. Like yeah. That. Thank it's you guys cool. for uh, chatting with me. Yeah. It was real fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And um, so Ahmed Larson at what's next, Ed, come see the murder fish show 1220 at the pit, 11 PM. It's our Christmas special. Uh, Amber Nelson at Amber Smelson. You have a new video coming out soon. Yeah, I'm probably gonna put it on like the last podcast or fuck at the brighter side thing. Mm-hmm. Like in the next put few days. Put it everywhere. Put it everywhere. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. it looks really cool. Our buddy Dan Aaron's is working on it, yeah. and uh, at Amber Smelson. Is there anything else going on in your life you want to talk about? I'm singing a Christmas show on the 19th at really? the Creek in the Cave. You come here around 10 p.m. in the basement. It's me and Mateo Lane, and we're gonna sing all the Christmas hits. Are you really? Nice. Yeah. That's in the basement. Adorable. In the basement. It's going to be great. We're going to have a pianist. This guy plays at the Met, by the way. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's so wonderful. we got to get that piano tuned before he gets here. He's going to get mad at us. <laughs> I know. I don't think it's... It's kind of bad, but it's not that bad. He I said know. it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see we'll what see. we can do. We'll see what we do. And Cena, SJ Good, you can come see him every Friday night at the pit, if you at the creek, if you want to do his uh, open mic at 8 p.m. It's the positivity mic, correct? It is the positivity mic. And if you like the show on Pivot TV called Take Part Live, it's over. It got canceled. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no, it's good. It's my first show that got canceled. It's kind of fun. Oh, yeah. And uh, you're at SJ Good. At SJ Good. Come at me now. All right, everybody. Uh, taking us out today. Uh, I was going to play Suicide is Painless, but then I realized that we had already played that for the suicide episode. Uh, so, oh, we did. Yeah. So we we're going to kick off the, the Funkadelic Hour going on starting right now. With uh, me and my folks off oh. of the uh, off of the uh, the Maggot Brain album, please check it out. And, ta-ta. Uh, ta-ta, everybody. Thank and you, if Lupe. You, if you are having troubles with your brain, please go out there, call someone, talk to a friend. If you gotta get committed, yeah, get committed. Yeah, yeah. It helped Lupe. Lupe's got himself yeah, a career, yeah. a budgeting career in the art of yeah. entertainment and a live performance. We love you guys. God bless America. I'll see. I'll talk love to y'all yourself. next week.
more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.